Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Actor Russell Crowe arrested for throwing a telephone. Winona Ryder was arrested today for a shop. Pop star Michael Jackson admits sharing a bed with a teenage boy. The shadow is dark, it's secretive, it can be dangerous. Things we hide, things that we lie about, not only to others but to ourselves. That dark side of us, each and every one of us tries to hide. The shadow shows up in so many ways. Drinking too much, writing bad checks, eating cake in the middle of the night after three days of dieting, visiting porn sites while our wife makes us dinner. Right now, hundreds of millions of people are living in denial of their individual shadow. The temptation is to distract ourselves. The temptation is to pretend it's not happening and not do anything. We don't want to be it. We can be sure it is our shadow. People who express self-righteous morality are usually the ones who have the darkest, deepest shadows. We see it in the media all the time. A filmmaker making deep Christian films shouts anti-Semitic comments in a drunken rage. Corporations begging for bailouts are caught paying their executives multi-million dollar bonuses. The Catholic Church, which preaches righteous sexual morality, hides pedophiles in its clergy. This is a subject we've never talked about. The cost of ignoring a destructive pattern is that you're going to self-destruct. Like locking somebody in the basement who wants to get out. They find mischievous ways to express themselves. If you haven't cleaned your house, you're going to be in trouble. This is why we want to deal with the shadow. It's not just to love the good, it's to love the dark the as well. The shadow is dark, my old friend. They were talking about the shadow. 
You can't fight darkness with darkness, but you can switch on the light. Are you ready to be strong where you were weak before? Step out of the smallness of your darkest thought into the brilliance of your biggest dream. If shadows could talk, they would tell us there is gold to be mined in every experience. Joining me now is the young lady behind the shadow, Debbie Ford. And Debbie, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Debbie, what was your inspiration for creating the shadow effect? Uh, my inspiration was I've been teaching for the last uh, 15 years. I've mm-hmm. written um, seven books, four of them on the shadow. And, you know, to really get people to see it visually, to get them to understand the language. You know, everyday people are self-sabotaging. There's 18 million people in the United States on antidepressants and more that want to be, you know. So, you know, I teach emotional education. You know, how do we make peace with these dark impulses? How, what do we do with these self-destructive behaviors? What can we do besides trying to deny it and suppress it, which, you know, in the long run, most of us know it doesn't work. Does everyone suffer the shadow effect? Yes. Everybody's got their shadow somewhere. I mean, it's part of the, our human nature. And that's kind of the lie, I think, the myth that we have to bust through right now. Everybody's got this dark side. Most people know it comes when you don't have the radio on or you don't have the TV Mm -hmm. on or you're not listening to music or you're not drinking and you're just kind of quiet with yourself. You hear the the ongoing internal dialogue that's filled with worry or self-doubt or fear or grandiosity. You know, it shows up in many forms. Uh, some people, it shows up in the way that they treat their bodies and their health or or in with their weight. Other people, it shows up with their money. A lot of times, it's not our shadow that's actually acting up, but it's somebody else's shadow, right? Or or we're having this financial meltdown, which is part of our collective shadow, the spending money, the greed, the not thinking, the giving responsibility for other to other people and not be, taking care of ourselves. So... There's so many uh, ways for the shadow appear to appear. Is there ways for us to get rid of the shadow, to, to shine something bright onto the shadow so it doesn't interfere with us? Well, you just said it, and that is really the key. How do we shine something bright? How do we... How, how do we put the light on it? And I love that metaphor of thinking, you know, you're in a dark room. It's yeah. completely black, and you walk in with a flashlight. It's no longer dark. And, and so when we start to understand our humanity and start to understand that there's, there's uh, gold to be mined in the darkness, that there's, there's lessons to be learned, there's wisdom to be extracted so that we can develop ourselves into... Uh, healthier, more productive uh, human Debbie, beings. Debbie, hold on to that thought. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Debbie Ford is my special guest. More about the shadow effect on the other side of this two-minute break as we continue here in the X-Zone. I'm not half the man I used to be The shadow of your smile When you
Back to the Exxon. Debbie Ford is my special guest this hour. Her website is www.debbieford.com. And uh, Debbie is a New York Times bestselling author. She was inspired by the famed psychiatrist Carl Jung and has been a pioneering force in incorporating the study and integration of the shadow into modern emotional and spiritual practices. She is the author of many bestselling books, including The Dark Side of the Light, Chasers, uh, the Secrets of the Shadow, Spiritual Divorce, and Why Good People Do Bad Things. She has appeared on numerous television shows, including a number of times on Oprah, Larry King Live, Good Morning America, and other major media programs around the world. Her acclaimed workshop, The Shadow Process, has set new standards in the field of transfer- transformation, healing hearts, mending families, and supporting others in birthing new futures. Once again, her website is www.debbieford.com. Debbie, before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about putting light onto the shadow to get rid of the shadow. How do we do this? Well, we do it by uh, Carl Jung, the great psychologist, as you mentioned, You know, said we must find the gold in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so how do we find the gold in the darkness? We start to understand ourselves as uh, something other than just this good person. You know, one of the biggest issues I see today in psychological wellness is that people think that they're going to become this good person. You know, one day they'll be nice enough, sweet enough, smart enough, successful enough to be self-accepting. Because when we were young, we were told, don't be angry, don't be mean, don't be selfish, don't be greedy. And the message that gets internalized is this message, meaning don't be. It's not okay to be who I am. Mm -hmm. So when we start to look for, you know, what is the gift here? What is the light? Well, for most of us, we will find that the thing that we like the best about ourselves, the quality or the behavior, was birthed out of some shadow. You know, so for example, somebody could love their kind and generous heart. Well, a lot of times when they look, they'll find out they had a mean parent and they decided, I don't like that mean part of me. You know, Mm -hmm. somebody called them mean. They hid that away and they started wrapping themselves up in this new persona, which is sweet and kind. The problem is, is as they get older and they want to say no to something or they don't want to be a people pleaser, all of a sudden they find themselves strangled because the only thing they can do is being what they believe is good or nice. So a lot of people that get into places of power, they got there because they felt so powerless. They felt helpless or inadequate. So they work and work and work. We don't understand that we're not driven by what we do want to be. We're driven by what we don't want to be, and that is the power of the shadow. So I'm trying to understand the shadow. Is the shadow the negativity that each and every one of us has? Would this be classified as the the darker side of our personal beings? Yes, the part of us that we try to hide, the part of us that we lie about, the part of the person that we're saying, I'm not that, that's our mm-hmm. shadow. You know, the part of our mother and our father where we said, I'm not going to grow up and be like them, that would be our shadow. Anything that we reject out of shame or fear. And the shadow effect is when that, that part of us that we've keep been hidden, right, pops up, 
and hits us in the face and does some act of self-sabotage. And we're like, oh, my God, how did I do that? Or what was I thinking? And, you know, we see it in the media all the time. Give me some right? Every day you can look and say, what was he thinking? What was she thinking? Well, they weren't thinking. They may not be, have been thinking at the time, but if these are rational people and something happens, let's go to Fort, uh, Fort Hood, going back to last week, when this U.S. Army major took out 13 soldiers and wounded 31, so uh, yeah. 31 people. How would this happen? Yeah, and... You know, how would the and shadow effect... Is, yeah. And what did people say about this man? I mean, in the interviews, the ones I've read at least, you know, say that he was really a kind man, really loving. Wasn't he... Uh, he was trained psychologically, right? But this part of him, we could say, the shadow aspect that was probably full of a anger and rage and powerlessness, right, all of a sudden popped up and then destroyed, you know... You know, so many lives. That's what the shadow does when it's stuffed down. Now, if he had dealt with those impulses, the impulses to destroy, the impulse, his own internal rage, right? Rage kills. That's what rage does. So if he had dealt with that rage, then we might have saved all these, these people from dying. Right, we could look at um, somebody like uh, in your business, right, who makes a, a racial slur uh -huh. on, you know, all of a sudden something comes out of your mouth or you do something impulsively, right? right? You're not thinking, oh, I'm going to go and mm -hmm. destroy all these lives most of the time. Most of our, our acts of self-sabotage were like, ah, you know, people get in a relationship right outside their marriage. They weren't like thinking, what is the pain this is going to cause my partner? Do I really want to destroy my kid's life? Do I, you know, they're not thinking that the first lie is the problem. But we right? can't we, we can't look at we can't look at uh, Major Nadal uh, Hassan and say, well, this was something that he did at the spur of the moment when the FBI and other law enforcement agencies are now looking into his past. And you know, uh, before he killed thirteen people, wounded thirty one, he yelled out, "Allah is great." He pray he you know he had praised Muslim suicide bombers on the internet. He refused uh, he refused in the name of Islam to be photographed with female colleagues. Listed his nationality as Palestinian, dressed as a fundamentalist Muslim, when not in uniform, and attended the same mosque as the 9/11 terrorists. Now, how can we say that this is a person who fits into a into a shadow when obviously this guy had severe problems? Yes, he had severe problems, but we could also look at, you know, let's just look at it both sides because the other side of it, and mm -hmm. I, I shouldn't say that it's always impulsive. We're talking about the, the little things that okay. we do that are impulsive, right? Right. Um, you know, the, we could also look at the other side of, you know, the shadow of why would, why didn't we see all these things before he got to oh, this Oh, that's a great place, point. Right? Looking back, yeah. we can see it. So, you know, we live in the state. It's part of the human um, functioning system. Our ego, our ego has this mechanism called denial, where we can deny what's going on, where we don't take into account what's seeing. See, I don't know all the details of this man, because when we're talking about the shadow effect, we're not mm -hmm. really talking about people who are pathological. 
right? This man could have been pathological. I don't know his history. But we're talking about ourselves. At some point, we start to reject who we are. We start to put down who we are. We start to hide from our very nature to see, to develop into a whole human being. And when we have separated, I would say, you think about, you know, what happens when you tell a teenage, uh, a three-year-old not to jump on the bed? What do they do? They jump on the bed. And so most people have 30 parts of themselves, you know, that are, you know, jumping around inside. And that's why everybody's got the jitters. That's why people can't be still. You can't just put somebody out on the grass and say, sit there for two hours. I mean, that's, but if we were healthy, we would be able to do that. Just sit there. Feel good inside, like who we are. Is it possible that the shadow is replacing the devil that made me do it? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that. Maybe that's really what they were talking about. The devil made me do it. You know. But is that? Um, but if that is the case, is it possible that we use the shadow as our scapegoat? Well, I think that most people do use the shadow as some kind of, you know, like I couldn't help myself, but that's part of bringing the light to it, right? It can be dangerous. Dark side. Oh, they just wanted to play that little clip again, but no, thank you, not right now, guys. Later on. (laughs) But but part of the whole process Mm -hmm. of shining the light on. Are, are all of us, that we're human beings, and human beings do have dark tendencies. We have all tendencies. And we could take the nicest, most beautiful woman, you know, and lock her up and beat her for 10 days and turn her into, a, you know, an angry witch. I mean, we can do that, right? Because those qualities exist within us. And depending on our histories, depending on how we were treated, depending on our nature that we come in with, right? We go to a playground, we see these little kids. Some of them are like the little prey, mm-hmm. and some of them are the predators. We have fundamental natures. And in my work, it's to how do I make peace with the, with the impulses that are inside of me so I don't have to destroy my life or I don't have to destroy the lives of other people. See, most people don't act out in huge ways. They act out in enough ways to spend, you know, too much money so that they're in debt constantly or not take care of their health or do something in their relationship or, you know, work to have a loving relationship with their kid and then, and then shame them. This is how, how the shadow effect shows up in most of our lives. When you and I come back from this news break we have to take, let's talk about how we can turn things around and eradicate the shadow effect from all our lives. Explanation, Debbie Ford is my special guest. Her website is www.theshadoweffect.com. That's www.theshadoweffect.com. And Debbie and I will be back on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. November 15th, we're going to be shifting gears here in the X-Zone. The, as of uh, November the 15th, the X-Zone will be the anchor show for the new network, Voice of Reality Radio, which is also owned by Relmar McConnell Media Company here, and our satellite uplink center is going to be here in Hamilton. We still be, will be working with the people at the Talkstar Radio Network, but they will only be a um, distributor or a uh, a place where you can hear the Exxon, and it's uh, it's been a great pleasure working with Talkstar over the past six years, but the Exxon is growing, 
So we've decided to take care of our own destiny and leave the shadow behind, so to speak. My name's Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. one 877 is toll-free. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, Talkstar Radio at Hotmail. And our websites, exxonradio.com and xzonetv.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this commercial break. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the Exxon. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Cease to Fields Organic Vineyard in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and yes, we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, one 877 That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. You know, there's a lot of things happening in the news these days. A married governor is caught with a mistress in Latin America, a teen idol and role model, pleads guilty to beating his girlfriend. Corporate executives use government bailout money to fund luxurious vacations. A conservative radio host checks into rehab for a prescription drug abuse. A film director who produces Christian films shows anti-Semitic comments in a drunken rage. These are just a few of the examples of what New York Times best-selling author Debbie Ford calls the shadow effect. This emotionally gripping, visually stunning documentary exposes the opposing forces of both light and dark that compete for the attention within every human being and presents the hidden power of the shadow 
alongside some of today's most provocative thinkers and beloved teachers, including Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, Mark Victor Hansen, Dr. David Simon, James Von Prague, and many others. Her website is www.debbieford.com, or you can visit theshadoweffect.com as well. Debbie, great having you with us. So we, we know what the shadow effect is. We see how it plays out in the lives of people. It's been with us since, I would imagine, the dawning of humanity so many years ago. The year 2009, Debbie, how do we get rid of this shadow effect? Well, in, in the, if we think of it as we're going to bring the light to it, we actually never get rid of it. We just bring it into the light. Um, one of the ways that I describe it in the DVD is that I always call it the beach ball effect. So if we imagine that we take these parts of ourselves that we're calling the shadow, whether mm-hmm. it's your inauthentic self or your lazy self or your gluttonous self, and you are holding each part of you beneath the, the water, you know, like you have a beach ball underwater, right. that at some point, right, when you get distracted, what happens with the beach ball? It goes to It right pops up, up and yep. hits you in the face, mm-hmm. right? We've all been in the face by that beach ball. Yes, we and have. that's what's happening with the parts of ourselves. So in the shadow effect, we would invite these parts to the surface. So the number one step is we have to acknowledge that we all have them and that they're part of our humanity that they're not actually these dark, horrible parts, like a little dose of laziness might save you from a heart attack, right? We Mm -hmm. never know why we have a quality. If you're, you know, a Jew in Nazi Germany, you want to be able to lie. We, We keep making normal human qualities wrong because really we wouldn't know darkness if we didn't know light. We wouldn't know light if we didn't know darkness. The humans know by contrast. We wouldn't know love if we didn't know mean or fear or hate. So when we understand that we have all these human qualities, we shine the light. We start with the light of awareness by saying, okay, I'm human. I have these impulses. I have the impulse to to do something, get revenge, let's say. You know, you can take, you know, your bat out and start Mm -hmm. hammering the part of you that wants a revenge, or you could actually go inside and see what that part of you could offer you, what it wants you to learn, what you could do to take care of yourself. I mean, I believe, as most spiritual teachers would believe, that we're here to learn to love. And we're not just here to learn to love the good parts of ourselves, but we're here to learn to love the whole human. So as we're willing to just take a moment, that's all it takes, and say, oh, why would I have this part? Why would I need a dose of selfishness, right? People hate their selfish self, although we can see that we live in a world that's mostly selfish. So maybe if we didn't try to keep suppressing that, and we saw what that part of us actually needs so that it could be selfless as well, because if we're everything, then we have a polar opposite of every quality. And that in and of itself, Rob, starts to alter the way people feel about themselves. When we feel good about ourselves, we don't have to hide who we are. I tell people, people come to me all the time and they say, I don't want to be phony. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank God you're phony. And they're horrified. Why would I want to be phony? I'm like, can you imagine if you just said the truth to everybody that walked in front of you, whether, you know, they smell or you can't stand, they look like your mother that you hate, whatever the reason, 
you know, we are birthed with a lot of these different kinds of qualities. People don't want to be needy. So in the resistance, because what you resist persists, you resist the resist the needy part of you, mm-hmm. then you have to pretend like you're completely independent. You can't get the support you need. So it's about lightening up and learning what it is to be a human being. So are, are you saying that the shadow is a I very... <laughs> Am I helping at all? You know, I have to ask you, so are you saying that the shadow is a very important part of us that we have to acknowledge in order to become good humans? Exactly. Okay. I'm saying we've all got one. We can try. We've been trying for, you know, for ages to get rid of it, right, to Mm -hmm. hide it. Some people, you're a sinner, you're this, you're bad. But everybody's got these parts of themselves that they wish they didn't have. And it isn't working to just try to cover them up because they are the beach ball popping up and hitting us in the face. So what would happen? What happens when we bring love or light to anything? You know, it transforms. But how does this stop the beach ball from hitting a smack in the face when we're not paying attention? That's a good question. But if we think about it, you know, the only reason why the beach ball is underwater is because we're so ashamed or so fearful of that part. All right, so we're so suppressing it. Beach balls would be mm-hmm. floating on top, and we'd understand. Okay, I have this part of me that's mean. I also have a very kind part because you have every part. So whatever the opposite of that is. And how, what, when might I need that mean part? An example of that is I had a woman who came to me as a very beloved woman in Hollywood. And she has these three sons, and one of her sons is constantly getting in trouble, and she keeps bailing him out of court and, mm-hmm. and rehab and buying him houses, and he's ripping off her friends. And when we're working together to look at what the shadow is, the shadow for her is her mean self. Mean is unacceptable to her. Everybody in Hollywood thinks she's one of the the angel of Hollywood. But she needed that mean part of her to cut off her son. And because she couldn't access that part of her because it was so horrible, Mm -hmm. her son actually wound up dying. Oh, heavens. And years later, she came and she said, if I could have just been able to be mean. So we don't know, you know, it's only the righteousness of this whole kind of, oh, to be a human being is, I mean, do you ever have dark thoughts? I have them quite frequently. Maybe that's why I have to write about the shadow. You know, somebody does something, Mm -hmm. they cut you off the road, you think that idiot, you know, somebody steals from somebody else, you see Madoff, you're like, you know, somebody should, you know, lock this guy up and do horrible things to him. I mean, this is human. So we're born with a shadow. Do we die with a shadow? Unless we bring it into the light, and then it doesn't have to be a shadow anymore, right? It can just be part of our light. It's part of our humanity. I mean, if we can be in respect, Mm -hmm. I think respect that there is a reason for every quality, and we may not know when. A dose, a healthy dose of greed, right, would maybe have you put away money or ask for the, a lot of people can't ask for the salaries they want or the raises that they want because they feel like they would be greedy. Well, a healthy dose of greed is fine, but when greed is suppressed like it is, it then pops up, look at what's happened to us, right? The greed, the greed of the corporate world has taken, has taken half the people down, good people. So it's, people don't learn to, 
to be, people want to be trusting, right? Good people are trusting. Well, a good dose of being untrusting would have us trust maybe our own impulses or when somebody tells us to invest in something or lend us, you know, to lend us money and we think, oh, that doesn't feel right. But the good person Mm -hmm. does it anyway. And so that's why it's so important to bring it into the light, to be humble enough to say, I'm a human being. What is a human being made of? I mean, if we watch a child, we find out what the human being is made of. One minute they're screaming, right? They're screaming. They're going crazy. The next minute they're sound asleep. It's peaceful, right? You can just, it's the most delicious feeling to watch that. The next minute, what are they doing? They're crying. Mm-hmm. So we, they're sad. And the next minute, they're giggling, and they're laughing, and they're joyous. This is the range of human emotion. But as we grow up, we're told, don't be that, don't be that. People don't like angry people. Even when you, you brag and you say, oh, look at me, you come home from school, you got a good grade, or you did something well. Most people had parents who said, don't be too full of yourself, don't be too greedy. So then the light parts of us that could help us in life actually get locked in the shadow. What are some of the changes that people have talked to you about that you've had in their lives because they've learned through you about the shadow effect? Dramatic. I'll tell you an example of just something that happened this week. A man, his shadow was, um, he was a womanizer. Mm -hmm. And he, this was always going on, right? Always going on. And he couldn't, he was miserable in his relationship. He's already been divorced twice, blah, 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 blah. So we deal with the shadow to bring it to light, to him to really see the pain of, of what it caused has caused him over his lifetime, right? Usually we're trying to suppress it. Instead, we bring it into the light. We talk about it. So I just say, just for a week, you know, just give that part of you what it needs. What is that part of you that's always looking for attention? That's what he was looking for in other women. Okay, so we're gonna we're going to give that part of you attention. So all of a sudden, he calls me. He goes to visit his daughter, which means everything in the world to him, who's never talked to his new girlfriend, but because he's not acting out, all of a sudden the daughter wants to meet the new girlfriend. And he's like, everything is so peaceful. Why is everything so peaceful? Well, we're not trying to hide this big elephant you know, beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with it. So, I mean, I could give you 10 thousand examples of of once we deal with our own shadows our parents actually show up differently because ultimately it's an act of forgiveness it's an act of forgiveness we have to forgive ourselves for being human for being flawed for being imperfect and that when we start to forgive ourselves we're kinder to ourselves therefore kinder to the people in our lives so when we recognize our shadow and learn how to get it to work with us instead of against us. Does this have the same ripple effect that other self-realization does in a person's life that affects the rest of the people who they come in contact with? Yes, and I love the way you just said that. That was that was just perfect. It is is that once we can we alter it inside of ourselves, right? Because mm-hmm. the outer world really is a reflection of our inner world. So if I shift 
everybody in my world will have a shift with me. And that's the power. That's why collectively I think it's imperative. You know, one of the shadows that I see is the shadow of being irresponsible, you know, financially irresponsible or we're not responsible for taking good care of ourselves. And I'm as guilty as anybody. And that if, like, we healed that shadow within ourselves, we would teach our children to become more responsible, right? They would teach their children. We would start to collectively be more responsible for all that's going on in the world. And so it does, it has this ripple effect that you see it everywhere. Even things like there's so many people who feel stupid or dumb. You know, I always tell people that stupid gave me my career because when I went back to school, I was studying to be a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And I would just go to school and think, I'm just too stupid to get all this information. I just would read one page like 10 times. And that led me to explore different kinds of consciousness studies and different kinds of methods that ultimately birthed my last seven books. So I give my credit to my stupid self for birthing my whole career. Now, I could hate that part of me, right, be embarrassed of it, ashamed of it, or I can love it and see, mm, where is it trying to guide me? And that's what I see when people do shadow work and, and do the shadow effect also has an interactive copy where people can actually, after they watch the movie, go through, find their own shadows, make peace with those shadows, and start to look for what they can adjust in their life. Debbie, stand by. Debbie Ford is our special guest. Two websites, www.debbieford.com and www.theshadoweffect.com. Great guest, great books, super DVD. Debbie and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. www.theshadoweffect.com and www.debbieford.com. Two important web addresses, Exxon Nation. Please check them both out. And first of all, Debbie, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight here on the Exxon. Uh, congratulations on yet another bestseller, another great way to help people. Uh, but I, I'd like to ask you this, Debbie. From what age to what age would a person be able to have their shadow effect treated? For example, can we use your technique with our children, our teenagers, our adults, and our seniors? Absolutely. And I have a 15-year-old that, you know, I think is part of that new generation mm -hmm. where they're not so judgmental. They, I think they're open more to their humanity. So that I, I remember when... Um, 
you know, my son came home from school one day and he said, you know, Stephen called me annoying and he was all upset and flustered because he had felt like he was teased because he was called annoying. And oh, I'm like, heavens. well, I'm really annoying. Aren't we all annoying? And instead of saying, oh, well, you're not annoying because, you know, we're all a little bit annoying. Sure. I, I took the charge off of it. And so then I said, well, where are you annoying? And I said, and I bet you Stephen annoys you too. So I think that this is stuff we have have to get in the educational system because these words become bombs that mm-hmm. can have us people, you know, these kids commit suicide because they're being teased. Yeah. And, and and part of that is that the shame, shame is the most painful feeling. And we have shame because we think, well, I'm annoying, but you're not. But when really when we're standing in this, this microcosm uh, that we're all everything and that mm-hmm. we all have these qualities then we can start to heal. And even I have I had an 80-year-old woman come to my shadow process last year, Rob. My it heavens. was amazing. And, you know, when she got done, she said, I'm going to forgive my brother. I haven't talked to him in 50-something years. Oh, wow. And, and she, she started a new life. And so this is the possibility, I think, for all of us to, we only, you know, we're only hold on to grudges and mm-hmm. we're only tough on ourselves because we feel ashamed. We feel like we've been wrong. And, and how do we learn to love ourselves or bring, just like that song you just played, you know, like just being showered in the light so that we can forgive and, and open our hearts. I think forgiveness is the hardest thing for people to do, and why it is, I have no idea. Because you, in order to forgive yourself, you have to forgive others first. Exactly, and and that it's a process of the heart. Exactly. And I think that most people are trying to forgive in their heads, and the whole back end of the shadow effect is about forgiveness and these great stories. We have a Holocaust survivor. You know what she says in the movie? No. She says, Debbie, she said this to me before the movie. She says, I would never be angry at Hitler. I'm not going to let Hitler live in my space one second. And that's, that's it. When we're angry, those people own, own a piece of us. They have power over us. They live inside our bodies every day. Debbie, and, you and I and have to say so long for now. We've run out of time, but I would love to have you back on in the future so we can just, you know, we can continue this conversation about the shadow. But until then, thank you very much for joining us. I love the work oh, that you do. You so much. You're touching so many hearts and looking forward to having you back. Debbie Ford, www.debbieford.com and theshadoweffect.com. When I come back from this news break at the top of the hour, Dr. Georgina Kennan joins me from the Ontario Hypnosis Centre as the Exxon continues live and around the world right here on Talkstar. Talkstar.